You're now listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. A Place of Refuge vision is to cause people to be productive in every aspect of life according to God's Word. For more information, please stop by our website at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Now, here's today's message already in progress. Life, in one sense, is about choices. I said life, in one sense, is about choices. It'll come a time where you will have to make significant and essential choices in reference to things. You have to make essential and significant choices in reference to things. You just don't want to get it because it's cheap. No, this this is too important. Just just no, no. Because I, I can Get it cheaper, but it may not last. It may not work the way I need it to work. That's a good price, though, but it's... it's This is too important for me just to get it because it's a cheap price. And, And some folks simply get certain thing because it's cheap. Nothing wrong with looking for a bargain, but everything that seems like a bargain is not. Woo! Then, of course, you, you will... Reach a point in your life to where you're going to have to choose the company in which you keep. You're going to have to make a choice of of whether you're going to keep dealing with certain folk. Yeah, and sometimes the folks you may wonder whether you should continue to deal with can be related by blood or related in some other way. But it'll come a time to where you will have to make a decision in reference to whether you you need to keep dealing with that person. I, I want to show you what Paul said in reference to that. Go with me to 1 Corinthians uh, 15. Verse 33. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 33. Do not be deceived. Evil company corrupts good habits. 
every time I go over to my uncle, he drinking, smoking, cussing, doing evil. And, and so you, you find yourself having to make a choice as to whether to keep going over to Uncle So-and-so house. Or to sever the relationship. And you know if you sever it, Uncle going to call you and ask, hey, we ain't saw you in a couple of weekends. What's going on? Now, you're a child of God. You can't lie. Now, you can say, well, I'd rather not say. But if you want Uncle to be saved, you just need to go ahead and tell him the truth. That you can't just deal with folk that have evil coming out of their mouth. Can't just deal with somebody that love to be around evil. Because eventually that evil will become a part of your makeup. Oh Lord, y'all didn't see that verse. Evil company corrupts, help me. And Paul's talking to the church. And so when it comes to the church, we have to be careful when it comes to our choices. Let me show you what Solomon said in Proverbs in reference to being careful when it comes to our choices. Proverbs 12, chapter, verse 26. Ready? Proverbs 12, 26. The righteous should choose his or her friends carefully. For the way of the wicked leads the righteous astray. No, me and you, we ain't going to be friends. Why? You got some wickedness in you. So we ain't going to be friends. So you don't believe in God. Well, we can say, hey, but we can't be friends because you don't believe in God. And I like you because you, you, you got some good qualities. But when you said you didn't believe in God, that settled my decision not to put you on my friend list. Because some of us, in hindsight, wish we never had chose so-and-so to be our boyfriend or our girlfriend. Didn't he mess you up? He messed you up. Lied to you and just messed your life up. I wish y'all love here could see some of the women. Some of the women like, why are you bringing that up? 
I'm bringing it up because I don't want you to mess up again. Some of us wasn't careful about choosing who we were dealing with. And, and, and we, we end up got... The person took advantage of us. We were being kind. We were real. We were sincere about the relationship. But it was a game to them. And so we ended up being hurt in the worst kind of way. But, but, it, but it's bigger than just being careful when it comes to choosing your friends. You, you have to be careful when it comes to major decisions in your life. Because some of us have um, made some dumb decisions in life. I'm the first on the list. I, I done did some dumb stuff in life that caused me financially as well as in other ways because I just chose to do something stupid. Yeah. I chose to do something stupid. You know, and, and some of us you in your 60s, 50s, 60s, and you still doing them, that dumb stuff. Because that's what you choose to do. This is not the popular <laughs> message, even though what I'm saying is Bible. You have to be careful. You, you have to be careful how, how you make your choices. And sometimes you, you'll make a bad choice and you just have to, when you see that it's a bad choice, just correct it. If you knew you shouldn't have chose it, just go ahead and correct it. Do the right thing. Don't wallow in it. Just do the right thing. If you're uncertain if it's a bad choice or not, get to praying it. And once you find out if it's a bad choice, do what's right. Because when it comes to our choices, we need to be careful. When it comes to the decisions we make in life, we need to be careful. I mean, man, when, when, when I was a son, I used to just do things because that's what was popular. That's what everybody else would do. What wasn't because I, I made up in my own mind that this is what I'm going to do. I, I, I did it because it was popular. I got to see if I was the only dumb person back then, if y'all don't mind. By a show of hands, how many of you was on that same dumb page? Ooh, we were some dumb folk, wasn't we? Come on, keep your hand up and let folk know that you used to be dumb. When it came to your choices. I said used to be now. I don't do that dumb stuff no more. Keep that hand up just for a little bit longer. I want to look at some. Because some of y'all, you brag about how, how intelligent you are. But you used to be a dumb person, didn't you? <laughs> Tell everybody about all your degrees. But then what about that dumb stuff you did? <laughs> After you got your diploma. <laughs> and, and, and notice the power of the wicked. Look at the power of the wicked. Like, this is just 
profound. I'm still in Proverbs 12 and 26. The righteous should choose his friends carefully for the way of the wicked leads them. How? I'm strong enough to go around. No, no, not according to this verse right here. Evil will pull out your virtue. I said evil will pull out your virtue based upon this verse. Yeah, I'm going to go to the casino with them, but I ain't going to gamble. If this verse right, sooner or later, evil going to pull out your virtue. How many have ever justified your mess? Drunk up all the liquor and, and the justify. Ain't nobody perfect. Ain't nobody perfect. Yeah, go ahead and make yourself feel good by saying that. But Romans 6 and 23 is still right. The wages of sin. Is death. That mess will kill you, will take you, slap out. I mean, I'm still with me. And, and so we, we have to make sure when it comes to our choices that, that we're careful with our choices, especially major choices, but, but all choices, but especially major choices. Because, because some of us sign a contract for car and six months after we got the car we were hating we did it but then we said oh lord and I got three years and three months left that's right you have to make sure that the choice you're making is a good choice still understanding now, one thing a child of God has to choose is to be happy. And that's in line with the word. You, child of God, despite what you go through in life, you have to choose to be Happy. You have to choose to be happy. To be happy in in the Hebrew is the word Esher. Happy and blessed are synonymous in Scripture. Both words. Or Esher. So when I say I'm happy, Esher, I'm blessed, Esher. Same thing. You have to choose to be blessed or happy. When, when trials are coming against you, you have to choose 
to do what James said, count it all joy. Be happy anyhow. Matter of fact, help me preach to somebody. Just, just preach to somebody, I don't know what you're going through. But right now, make the choice to be happy. Now keep looking at that person and see what they're saying as a result of what you done proclamated to them. Now look at one more person and say, whatever you're going through, I need you to choose to be happy right now. Now, I got to ask you a question. The person that you just proclamated that to, do they look like they're happy? Some of y'all ain't answering. If after you proclamated that they don't look like they're happy, that means they ain't receiving the word. You have to choose to be happy because in life you have situations that will tell you you don't need to rejoice. You don't need to act like you're blessed because your situation is is more so a cursed situation than a blessed situation. But you have to choose to be happy despite what you face in life. You have to choose to turn in victory even though you're staring defeat in the face. You have to choose to say, Lord, it's going to work out even though it ain't been working out in your favor. How many believe that? You have to choose to be happy. And man, I've been preaching on happiness and and I hope by now that there's a whole lot of happy folk in here. Well, I ain't got no job yet. You still should be happy because you got time to do some things you need to do. You may get a job that requires you to work 12 hours a day. Enjoy the time you have right now. I don't care what you go through. There is always something in your situation you can dance about. You can shout about. You can turn in victory about. Even if they tell you you're going to die in two days, you ought to shout about where well, they said two days. Well, I guess I'm going to be in glory in two days. I'm going to be walking streets paved with gold in two days. I'm going to be in a mansion created by the Lord my God in two days. There is always something to be happy about. Unless you're 100% pessimistic. I hope you're not. Because you're a miserable person. And I sure ain't going to hang around you. You'll draw all my strength out. I won't even tell you by I get up and leave the table. Leave you sitting there. And even when you ask, where you going? I ain't even going to answer you. Why? Because I have made a choice that I'm going to be happy. I said, I have made a choice that I'm going to be happy. And, And I have moments in life to where 
I'm not always in a happy situation, but it does not matter. I love what David said. David talked about daily life, and, and he talked about, he, he said in one psalm, he said, you know what? This is a day that the Lord has made. He done made this day. I will rejoice and be glad therein. What was he saying? What I'm trying to get you to do? He was saying, I choose to be happy. It doesn't matter. He just had made the choice. I'm going to be happy. And that's what we have to do. We have to choose to be happy. You have to. Well, Pastor, just so much on my mind. It, it, it don't matter. God has given you the capacity to change your thoughts. It's not always like a snap of a finger. Sometimes you have to fight to think a certain way. Yes, you do. Sometimes you got to fight it. Be be because if the pressures of life have got a hold on your mind, they're not just going to let go at the snap of a finger. You're going to have to keep focusing. You're going to have to keep focusing and focusing and focusing until finally them pressures say, he too determined. She too determined. She going to focus on it no matter what I do. Even Satan, when, when Satan untried and tried, and he, he see that he, he is not effective, Satan will leave for a season. Now, he'll come back, but he'll leave. He tried his best to get over on Jesus. Didn't work. He left. Tried his best to prove that Job wasn't going to do the right thing. But when he found out it wasn't working, when, it, when he heard Job say, I know my Redeemer lives. When he heard Job say, the Lord has given and the Lord has taken away. But bless be the name of the Lord. When he heard Job remain in a steadfast place, he had to go. He had to go. And, and if you keep fighting whatever is trying to get you to bow, that thing sooner or later is going to loose its hold and you're going to go forward. But again, sometime it's going to be a fight. But you become what you think. What did Solomon, the same proverb writer, say? As he thinks in his heart, heart in one sense represents choice. As he chooses, so is he. If you're on the same page with me, say to somebody, I, I just choose to be happy. Good God from Zion. Woo, say it to one more person. I just choose to be happy. And so when it comes to the text, Proverbs 16 and 20, 
the last clause. Notice again what Solomon revealed. Look at it. And let's read it one more time. Let's read it on one. One. Read. Happy. Whoever. Well, you know that work for pastor. Now, this is a whoever scripture. I don't say Barry only. Did y'all see Barry only in there? You see Jesus only in there? Solomon only in there? It say whoever. That means even if you in the lowest place you ever been, this going to work for you. This means if you don't been trying and trying and trying to, to do something to make you happy and it hadn't worked. This right here going to work for you. Whoa, you better tell somebody we got something that's going to work for you. We got something here that's going to work for everybody that want it to work. Now, if you don't want it to work, no, it ain't going to work for you. I mean, we got to put a question on the table. Ask your neighbor, do you want it to work? Do you want to be happy? Do you want to get up on a Monday and be happy? Do you want to be happy before hump day? Do you want to be happy on the weekend? Do you want to be happy when it's raining outside? Snowing outside or whatever going on outside. If so, this scripture going to work for you. Because it's not based upon snow, it's not based upon rain, it's not based upon trials, it's not based upon this, that, or the other. It's just simply based upon you trusting God. If I want to be happy no matter what life throws at me. I need to start trusting in my God. I need to start trusting in my God. That's what I need to do. And, and when you trust in God, it means, number one, you're relying on him as your guide. See, John 16 and 33. 16 and 13 says to a child of God that the spirit of truth or the Holy Spirit, which equates God, will guide us in all truth. I'm trusting in his, in his guidance. And see, the reason you need to trust in his guidance is because God does not want us to walk by sight. See, what you see will change. What you, what you feel will change. But not God's guidance. See, John 16 and 13 says he'll guide you into all truth. And see, according to John 8, 31 and 32 in part, truth makes you free. Truth has creative power. Truth has the ability. Y'all holding on? To turn your situation completely around. Truth has 
the power to take what you're going through and cause a complete reversal. Broke on Monday. Pocket full of money. Tuesday morning. Bad report on Saturday evening. Sunday morning, your report is wonderful. He'll guide you into all truth. Lord, they're saying this. Don't even worry about that. Just follow me. Just, just do what I tell you to do. And watch me work. Watch me work. Which brings me to the second thing that trust means in reference to the Lord. You have to rely on him for your salvation. You have to rely on him. You, you have to trust God to bring you out of whatever you done got yourself wrapped up, tied up, and tangled up in. And don't look at me like that. Often the reason we get ourselves in certain predicaments is because we done messed up our own self. They don't want to agree right here. Seem like I didn't hear much right in here. But I, but I know y'all understand. Matter of fact, y'all will agree with me. How many of y'all in this section right here, you ever messed up yourself? Let me see them hands. Some of y'all put them down. Some of y'all just like. You got one more chance. How many right here, you ever messed up your own self? See, you can mess up your own self with your mouth. Proverbs 18 and 21 says, death and Lie in the power of the tongue of what we say. You can mess up your own self with your mouth. I can't tell you how many times I done said, Lord, disregard what I said. I, I, that, that was wrong for me to say that. Because I recognize I, what I said could have messed me slap up. You have to rely on him for salvation. And you know what I love about the salvation of God? God will allow a situation to get before you that only he can get you out of. Such as that Red Sea situation with Israel and Moses. They didn't have no boat. They done came to the Red Sea and the enemy behind them ready to kill them. They weren't thinking about killing Israel The Egyptians came to kill Israel and Israel didn't have nowhere to go. Either the Egyptians were going to kill them or God was going to give them a miracle. That's it. Either either the Egyptians were going to kill all of them or God was going to give them a miracle. Man, I have been in a position to where either... It was going to work or I was going to fall big time. And I was like Israel didn't have the capacity or the ability within myself to cause it to change. It had to be God. God would have to move on my behalf. And see, when God get ready to give you a miracle such as he gave Israel, he going to always speak it through his prophet. Don't look like that. 
Because Amos 3 and 7 said, surely the Lord God will do nothing unless he reveal his secret unto his servants, the prophet. So the folk looked at Moses, their prophet, and said, hey, what in the world are we going to do? And, and then Moses knew God going to talk to me about this situation. He know that, that, that the enemy is trying to take us out. He going to talk to us about it. And so God said, Moses! That stick you got in your hand. Raise that stick up that you got in your hand. Something, something that literally speaking, we would just be like, how in the world raising a stick going to change some stuff? That's how God operates. God will bring you out through something you never thought you would get delivered out of with. God will use something simple to bring you out of your situation. God will turn your situation completely around, but he won't bring you out in a complex way. He'll bring you out in a simplistic way. Moses raised up the stick of the rod that he had in his hand and all of a sudden here come the supernatural just like if all those chairs were together right now God caused that water to go up on one side and on the other side so his children could have a clear passage to walk down but say to your neighbor he did that for his children there are some blessings that God will only do for his children. You better shout about it. I said there are certain blessings God will only do for his children. When he opened up that Red Sea, the children of Israel with their imperfect self got to walking through the path. But all of the sudden, come here, brother. Because I was Israel. All of a sudden, Pharaoh going to try to go down the same path and get a blessing. The Egyptian was going to try to go down that same path and get a blessing. I need y'all, brother diggers, if y'all don't mind, to get right down. And as soon as they tried to go down the path, they were stopped. God made sure that all of his children were blessed. Not one or two, all of them. And he turned around and allowed the sea to kill the Egyptians. The Egyptians that wanted his children dead. He allowed death to happen to them. There are folk that want to see you took out. There are folk that don't want you to prosper. God getting ready to make your enemy your foot stool. There are folk that will low down they did Sharon just to show us we in church on this beautiful day they did Sharon but God don't have the final say on your enemy 
We have to rely on him for salvation. Man, I don't know. I know what I'm going to do. I'm just going, you know, because sometimes we say, I don't know what I'm going to do. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to just trust God. And wait for his salvation. Expect him to do it. When my back gets against the wall, I expect God to move for me. You think I pray just to pray? Fast just to fast? Get in the word just to get in the word? Seek God for a rhema just to be doing something? I put the word into action. And one thing I have found out, the word works. Shout at somebody, the word works. Shout at somebody else, the word works. You can't think, talk, and do the word and not reap the benefits. But when you trust God, when you trust him, you can't lean to your intelligence. You, 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 can't, you can't be trying to look at your situation based upon your past. Based upon what you did before. Why? Because Proverbs 3 and 5, let's read it. Lord of mercy, I got to close it. Y'all stay with me. Proverbs 3 and 5. Trust in the Lord with all your and lean not on your own what? Because see, sometimes you'll do it. You even get down and try to figure it out on paper. Then you then you mess around and Google it. Google ain't God. Some of that mess you try to do on YouTube, it don't work. I'm going to see how they do it on such and such. I'm telling you, there are certain things only God can handle. Only God can do. You can't rely or lean on your own understanding. Oh, Lord. I'm going to say something going to hurt. Yeah, I know it's going to hurt. Who going to help me? Some of y'all didn't put up your hand. I need more help than that. I just need more help than that. Let me see the man one more time. Who going to help me? Some of y'all still like, I don't know what you going to want. No, I need your help. You know I'm good people. I ain't going to try to get you to do nothing that's sinful or wrong. I just need you. <laughs> just, just say to somebody for me, you, you. are not always dependable.
And, and see, sometimes you have to tell yourself that. So, sometimes you, you, you've seen folk that just keep trying to make something work. Sometimes you just have to say, look, you can't do this. Go on and just break down and let, and let somebody do it that's qualified to do it. Well, let me see if maybe I can go in there and get a clothes hanger. <laughs> that thing was not designed to put no clothes hanger on it. Quit. And just let somebody else do it. Because you're not dependable when it comes to everything. And, and if God didn't know we would face situations that, that we couldn't handle, nor could anyone else handle, he never would have told us to trust in him with how much of our heart? That, that means when it comes to your choice, you don't have an alternative. God, this is for you. And that says that you're trusting him with all your what? Oh, God, this is for you. Lord, I need a supernatural financial miracle. If I work overtime for seven years, I can't do this. I need you. That means you're trusting them with how much of your heart? And then when you do that, let it go. Don't be like, oh, God, have you did anything yet? Oh, God, give me a sign. He don't, don't lean to your own understanding. See, because your understanding is saying, I can keep going if he just showed me a little sign. No. No. When you gave it to him, let him fix it. The way he desires to fix it. Trust him with what? All your heart. In my clothes. Remember? If you trust him, you're going to be what? Happy. Let's consider what the psalm is said in Psalm 125. Psalm 125. I'm closing with this. Ready? Verse 1. Psalm 125, verse 1. Those. It don't just say Barry, does it? Those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion. But look how awesome Mount Zion is. And folk who trust in the Lord. Which cannot be moved. But abides. How long? See, things tried to move Mount Zion. Storms, whether snow, blizzards, earthquakes, and such. Mount Zion couldn't be moved. Why? It abides how long? And see, when you trust God, when you keep thinking according to the written and revealed, keep talking according to the written and revealed, and keep living or doing according to the written 
and reveal. You ain't going to be moved. You may go through a hard trial. But, but, but guess who going to end up losing in the trial? The trial. You ain't going to lose. Say your name. You ain't going to lose. Every, even when the snow covered Mount Zion, eventually guess what had to go? The snow. See, you're going through something right now. But, but, but guess who going to come out of it? If they just keep trusting you. And as much as that thing been telling you, I'm going to take you trap out. No, it ain't. Long as you trust God, that thing ain't going to take you out. Now, if you get to tripping, you get to acting foolish and start doing dumb stuff. It might. But as long as you trust God. It does not matter what you go through in life. You're going to come out okay. Oh, you better preach that to somebody. Tell them you're going to come out okay. All you got to do is just keep trusting in the Lord. And this is your scripture for the day. Psalm 125 and 1. Those who trust in the Lord are like Mount And what is it about Mount Zion? Read it. Cannot be what? And abides how long? See, the enemy be telling you, it ain't going to happen for you. And then, and then the enemy say, well, they ain't listening to me, so I'm going to send a person. I'm going to send a professional person to tell them the same thing. It don't matter who tell you something that's in contrast to the will of God. You need to have in your being, Matthew 24 and 35, heaven and earth shall pass, but not God's word. God's word is going to abide forever. If you trust God, you are coming out of your situation. Well, I done lost this, that, or that. It does not matter. God will restore everything you done lost plus. Matter of fact, God will do a Luke 6 and 38 if you keep trusting him. You'll wake up one morning on a Tuesday and he'll He'll drop good measure on it. Followed by that Wednesday, press down. That Thursday, shaken together. And that Friday, just running over. All you have to do is just trust the Lord. And based upon that, say to your neighbor, I choose to trust the Lord. Therefore, I'm going to be happy. Tell them how regular. Now let's give the Lord a hand of praise. I'm done. Thank you for listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. Please stop by our website for more information on our church at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Until next time, remember, Jesus came that you might have life and have it more abundantly.